Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this Monday, March 1st, in the year of our Lord, 2021. Uh, this is a great Monday today. And it is great because we serve a great God and he deserves all the glory. And we want to say thank you, Lord, for your blessings. Thank God for watching over all the people of God. I want to thank God for uh, the Holy Ghost. I want to thank God for uh, service on yesterday women of God went forward and they all did a beautiful job uh, in the Lord on yesterday and I am truly believe that all the hearts that were there was encouraged uh, just to continue to love one another as Christ has loved us and and let us walk in the true essence of God's love and so we definitely give honor to God who's ahead of our life. We give honor to our pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our Lady Murchison, our First Lady of the Church, Lady Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newson. We thank and praise God for his blessings. We have a great Bible study on this week, and uh, we want to get into it. Uh, we're going to uh, share the title in just a moment, but we want to get our sidebar. And we want to say to the people of God, uh, trust God, uh, no matter what comes in our past, uh, in our path or from our past, in our path or from our past, we got to trust God because he holds the future. And so we encourage you to do that. Uh, we're going to be going to a, a very familiar passage of scripture. We're going to be coming out of uh, the Acts of the Apostles this week. Uh, just want to say for my sidebar, uh, we have to be encouraged as a people of God. There's more uh, vaccines coming out, which is a good thing. And there's some. Uh, that we know that was vaccinated and uh, uh, just to put uh, to bed a lot of uneasiness. Uh, a lot of people was fearful of the vaccines and different things and uh, quite a few has taken them and so far things are well. And so far as uh, I can report to you from uh, what I've heard personally, I can speak on what I know and what I've heard you heard something differently please uh, please inform us but from what I'm understanding that so far things are going well in terms of those that have received the vaccinations uh, a little slow with the rollout but we thank God for it being as well as it is and so we're grateful to the Lord for that but I want to say to the people of God the main reason we're here is we here on the Faith in God Internet TV to uh, share words of inspiration, words of edification, uh, words of hope, words of promise, 
to encourage the people of God uh, to hold to God's unchanging hand. And so we want to offer a word of prayer for all of our precious uh, leaders, our presiding bishop, our assisting presiding bishop, and uh, Lady Bennett, and our pastor and first lady into the executive council board of bishops of the MPPCI, and uh, to all of the officers and uh, cabinet of various auxiliaries, one in particular, uh, Sister uh, Nikita Clay, uh, let us pray for her. Uh, they're hosting, I believe, uh, coming up shortly would be the Ursha's annual. So let us pray for her and uh, Elder Sims. Let us pray for uh, Elder Tim. Let's pray for Missionary Swanigan and all of those that are helping and laboring in that work, in that capacity, that it will go as God would have it and that God would bless it and that God would anoint it that the people of God will receive what God has for them through this conference. And so let us pray for the women work. Let us pray for the brotherhood. Let us pray for all of the officers on the national level that God will continue to bless and strengthen the body of Christ. And so that's it. That's my sidebar. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer. Then we're going to get the uh, title and scripture, okay? We're going to teach uh, from uh, the book of Acts uh, on today. So we ask that you would join us and uh, join us in this prayer as well. Let us pray at this time. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for your love and your kindness. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us another day, oh God, to journey, oh God. Oh God, through the word of the Lord today, open up our understanding, Father, in the name of Jesus. Anoint our hearts and minds and the ears that will hear what the Spirit is saying to the church, Lord God. As we pray today, God, We've made our petition, oh God, known, oh God, for those whom we are praying for, our leaders in particular, and oh God, those that requested prayer, Sister Nikita Clay, and oh God, the auxiliaries, God, the Ursha Department, bless it now, and all the officers, and all of those that are laboring, bless the work of their hand, oh God. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would touch Oh, God, with your finger of love, manifest, oh, God, your anointing in the midst of your people, Father. We thank you right now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we give you praise. We give you thanks. You deserve, oh, God, all we can offer you today. Father, we thank you right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, moved by your power. In your anointing, Heavenly Father, pour it out, Lord. Oh, God, pour it out like rain. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, touch those precious hearts, oh, God, those that are laboring, God. Oh, God, that's giving you their best, oh, God. Anoint them today, Lord. 
Use them for thy service, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Look on that heart, God, that's listening, oh God. Oh God, to the Bible studies and to the prayer hour. Send an anointing, God, that will touch and grant healing and breakthrough, God, that will edify your people. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. Help us to decrease, Heavenly Father, as you increase in our life. We give you all the glory. We give you the honor and the praise. And Lord, we give you thanks right now. We pray for our sickness among us, God. We pray this, oh God, for those, oh God. Oh God, that's in the hospital. Oh God, those behind prison walls, those in nursing homes. Those, oh God, that are essential workers, those that are frontline workers, let your blood cover, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, look on our mothers, God. Look on our mother flowers. Look on our mother summers. Oh God, look on mother Heron. Oh God, look on mother Tiny, oh God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, touch in a special way, God. Look on our mother Murchison, God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus. Look on, oh God, mother Lillian. Oh, God, Sykes, touch, Lord, in the name of Jesus. All of our mothers, God, Mother Betty Walton. Oh, God, all the mothers we didn't call by name. Touch them, Heavenly Father, and grant them strength right now in their bodies. Oh, God, and take them through, Lord. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. And, Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, and we give you praise right now. In the matchless name of Jesus, to the glory of God, thank God, amen, and amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Again, we want to thank you uh, for being a part of the broadcast. Thank you, Lord. Uh, we want to thank God for all of you that uh, are tuned in to the broadcast. And so we want to say, God bless you. Again, this is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. We're coming to you today with our daily bread, uh, which is uh, the Bible study for March 1st, 2021. And so we want to get... Uh, our scripture today, which is found in Acts chapter 17. And uh, we're going to do some reading. We're going to deal with the entire chapter of Acts chapter, uh, well, actually 17 and 16. We're going to start at Acts chapter 17, verse number 16. And we're going to read out the entire chapter. Now, we don't finish it this uh, particular session. We will get it on Wednesday and we'll be finishing out uh, our study. Okay. But uh, our topic today, uh, for those of you uh, that are listening to the broadcast, our topic today is standing for truth is to be a true witness. Standing for truth. I want to say that again. Standing for truth is to be a true witness. A lot of times we want to talk about witness. And, uh, you know, it's good, uh, you know, uh, to talk about witness or witnessing, 
but if we're going to talk about uh witness or witnessing uh we got to know what it is to be a witness and so this is why i say to the people of god it's it's very essential uh, that we be uh, the witness uh, that God called us to be. And uh, you can't be a witness for God unless you stand for truth. Because God wants his truth to be shared. And uh, I just want to say to the people of God, In Acts 1 and 8, he says, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me. Okay. So now to be a witness unto him is very, very important. Uh, we can go to Luke 24. We can go to John 15 and we can go to Acts 2 and 1 through 4. We're not going to get all those scriptures. We're going to go to Acts chapter 17. But I'm just giving you some uh, reference scriptures to look at. But if we're going to be a witness, you can look at John 15 and 27. Um, you can look at Acts 2 and 1 through 4. And you can look at Luke 24 and 45 through 48. But I want to say to the people of God today. To be a witness has to deal with receiving from God. And you can't witness something if you haven't received it. And when I say receiving from God, we're talking about the power of the Holy Ghost. That's what gives us the power and the authority to witness. Because we have received it, praise God. And uh, since we have received it, it's important that we tell it everywhere we go. And so I want to say to the people of God, uh, it's very, very important for you uh, to continue to be that witness, okay? And so uh, we know there are some things come with there's some things come with being a witness, you know, uh, you know, you're going to be hated in Matthew, uh, you know, uh, uh, chapter five, you know, he talks about you're going to be hated. And so it's, you know, uh, five and 12. It's very, very important that we look at, you know, and when we going to be this witness, uh, we're going to be hated. And so uh, I'm not trying to scare nobody, but I'm just letting you know that being that witness, uh, uh, everybody's not going to crawl all over you when you want to be a witness for Jesus Christ. And so it's very, very important that we, you know, stand on this name and stand for the truth. Because Jesus said in uh, 8, 31, 32, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. But I want to let you know here, uh, 
what Jesus dealt with here. I'm gonna go to Matthew. Uh, I'm gonna go to Matthew uh, five and ten through twelve. All right, I'm gonna read this for you. Matthew five and ten through twelve. And it says, "Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven." Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. He says here, rejoice. He said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. And so it's very, very important that we see that. And you can look at Matthew 5 and 16 as a reference by being that witness. He said, let your light so shine. And so we want to get right to it. We're going to probably go back to Matthew 5 and 16 later on this week. But we want to talk about today. Standing for truth is to be a true witness. Because sometimes... You know, we say we are true witness, but when we shy away from people, when it comes to this name, this, this name of Jesus, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the baptism uh, in water, baptism in Jesus' name, you know, being baptized in water in Jesus' name, we shy away from our fundamental core principles when we're dealing with unbelievers and other uh, people in Christendom that don't necessarily have this name. And so I want to share today with the people of God to encourage you to let you know to be a witness is to see, hear, or know by personal presence or experience uh, uh, of an occurrence. And if you have not received the Holy Ghost, you can't be a witness of it. This is why it's very, very important, uh, you know, to bear witness means to testify. You've been saved any length of time. You should be able to stand up and testify the goodness of the Lord that you say. And sometimes people want these grand testimonies about, uh, you know, blessings and, uh, you know, uh, going through this and going through that. But you should be able to get up and testify every Sunday that God is a keeper. God has saved me and God has kept me. If nothing else that you have to share as a witness, you know, that God has kept you through by the power of God, kept you by faith uh, through the power of God. We're kept by the power of God through faith. And so since we've been kept by the power of God through faith, we can testify that if we, did, if we didn't get a $100 check mailed to us or if we didn't get that new car, that new house, we still can tell the goodness of the Lord. Praise God. Um, you can see I'm getting excited today. And I got to slow it down because standing for truth is to be a true witness. So I want to say this to bear witness to testify or to give uh, or to afford evidence. And this is what Apostle Paul did in uh, Acts chapter 17. 
he went to Athens and Paul was witnessing uh, in Athens, you know, with the uh, Epicureans that was there and the Stoics. He let them know they were worshiping the wrong God. And how could he know it if he was not a witness? Praise God. And you got people out there today serving false gods and you know the true God. And your responsibility is to be that witness for Jesus. Praise God. To be that witness for Jesus Christ. And so I want to say to you, uh, an individual who being present personally sees, perceive a thing, uh, beholds it, or is a spectator of it, you can be considered a witness because you have uh, experienced it. And this is why I say to people that come to church, you need to have that Holy Ghost experience. And if you have not had that Holy Ghost experience, you cannot successfully be that witness that God wants you to be. But if you receive the Holy Ghost, receive that promise according to Acts 2, 38 and 39, you can be a witness everywhere you go. And so you need the Holy Ghost. You need the water baptism in Jesus' name. I'm not talking about somebody that's hanging around church that's been around church for 30, 40 years. You got people, they've been around church so much so they know how to act church. Praise God. They know how to pretend and care on, praise God, in a form. But the Bible says we can have a form of godliness, but deny the power. Glory. I'm getting excited. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And deny the power thereof. And you need to have that Holy Ghost experience. And I don't know about believers today. Uh, I want to thank and praise God for uh, his blessings. You know, uh, anytime I get to praying any length of time, uh, praise God, I feel the power of God moving. Praise God. And I don't know. You know, some of us, we need to check and say, Lord, are you still down there? Praise God. Because we need to do a, you know, like we get our cars checked, safety check, oil check, you know, a fluid check and all this stuff. You know, we do our house maintenance checks and stuff like that. We need to do a spiritual check. Praise God. Let me get back to this. To be a true witness is to stand for truth is to be a true witness. Now, people say, I know the Lord. You know, we even sing the song. Some people say, I know the Lord. He laid his hands on. Me. All right. If the Lord laid his hands on you, then you need to be telling somebody about Jesus. Praise God. And if he laid his hands on you, you need to tell that neighbor. Uh, you need to tell that friend, that co-worker at work. Uh, he laid his hands on me, praise God. And uh, they're going to say, who laid his hands on The Lord. And who, who's the Lord? Jesus. Praise God. And we, you know, and, and we be scared to tell folks that it's one Lord and it ain't no three gods, praise God. It ain't no three titles, ain't no father, ain't no son. Ain't no Holy Ghost. It's the three manifestations of the one God. Huh? And Jesus is the expressed image of the invisible God. And we need to witness that by telling a dying world that Jesus' name saves. 
Praise God. And we need to believe on him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you know what the Bible said in John 7, 37, believe on me as the scripture has said, and out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And so I want to say to the people of God, you can have everything that God promised you. But I want to say this, to be a true witness is um, to stand for truth. To stand for truth, standing for truth, is to be a true witness. That's where we at. I'm going to read this and we got to get out of here. Uh, I'm going to go to Acts chapter 17. Acts chapter 17, verse number 16. And now while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred up in him when he saw the city wholly given to idolatry. Uh, therefore, disputed he uh, in the synagogue with the Jews and with the devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him. Then certain philosophers of the Epicureans and of the Stoics encountered him. And some said, what will this babbler say? Mm. And other some, he seemed to be a setter forth of strange gods because he preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. Praise God. He preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. Mm. Now, I want to say to you, the Epicureans, they were the dominant uh, philosophers uh, in the Greek culture in that time. And the Epicureans, they believe seeking happiness or pleasure was the primary goal in life. <laughs> and the, the Stoics, they placed thinking uh, above feeling, uh, uh, tried to live in harmony with nature. So they, you know, they thought, you know, living in harmony with nature brought some type of comfort or consolation, uh, suppressing their desire for pleasure. So they just believed in satisfying nature and uh, suppressed their desires for pleasure. And, you know, they were very, very disciplined. But none of those things, none of those things, whether the Epicureans or the Stoics did, none of that placed them in a right relationship with the true God. They did all this toward their false philosophy and belief and their superstition. Hmm? They did all these things, but did not have a relationship with the true God. And they were serving, they were serving idolatrous gods, idolatry. They were in idolatry serving false gods. Paul, you know, being equipped by God for this particular journey. Let's go to verse number 19. Let me show you what Paul does. And they took him and brought him unto uh, Arapagus, saying, May we know what this new doctrine whereof thou speak it is, 
Now they wanted to know what the new doctrine was, but they brought him to uh, Arapagus. Now they brought him to the, you know, Arapagus trying to, you know how people do. People try to, you know, take you to the council. You know, they take you to a higher, you know, uh, group of people to try to discredit or, or intimidate you. And look what Apostle Paul did. Apostle Paul didn't back down. He didn't shy away from the truth. He was a witness of the truth. And him being a witness of the truth, he only can share what he experienced. And look what he does here in verse 20. He said, for thou bringest certain strange things to our ears. That's what the Epicureans and the Stoics say. And we would know, therefore, what these things mean. For all the Athens and strangers were, uh, which were uh, there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. Look what Paul does in verse number 22. Acts 17 and 22. Then Paul stood on Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. Mm. For I passed by and beheld your devotion, and I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. He watched them go through the, he went and sat in a service, praise God. He didn't tear up nothing. He went and sat in a service and watched and saw what they were doing to get an understanding about what they was doing to make sure, you know, praise God. He wasn't accusing them. He knew they were serving the wrong God. And when he got the opportunity, a lot of us, when we witness, we don't wait uh, for God to give us opportunity. When God opened that door up, I was taught by the bishops of the, you know, uh, you know, our late presiding Bishop James Lane and uh, the older bishop that's on the council. Even now, you know, you don't have to tear down no door. You don't have to tear nothing up or tear nothing down. But when the Lord unlocked that door and opened up the opportunity for you to share, praise God. That's your that's your golden opportunity to share, to be a witness, standing for the truth. Praise God. Look at this now. In verse number 23, he says, for I passed by and beheld your devotions. So that lets you know he was at more than one service. Hmm? And he said, I found an altar with his inscription to the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship him. Declare I unto you. Now he says, y'all was serving all these other gods but you had a sign up to the unknown God that you did not even know. Praise God. People can be having service. Oh Lord, have mercy. Oh Lord. I know this is getting good. People can be having a service and God not even be in the service. They got him on the outside or they got him in the back. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But they had this sign up saying to the unknown God. So they didn't know, they didn't know the true and living God. And he, Paul says here, whom therefore ye eagerly worship him, declare I unto you. I'm declaring this unknown God is God. Not these idols made by hand, but Paul has an opportunity, got a golden opportunity and he shared it 
as a witness. He said, one you should be worshiping is the one that you got to the unknown God to sign back there. All these other gods, you can throw them out. Praise God. But he says here, you can, I'm just paraphrasing y'all. It's not in the scripture. I'm just paraphrasing Paul's viewpoint. You know, Paul is saying to him, you should be serving the sign you got up back there to the unknown God. That's the one you should be serving. Praise the Lord. Verse number 24. And he says, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands. Neither worship with man's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he give it uh, to all life and breath and all things and had made one blood of all nations of men for to dwell on the face on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And had made one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and had determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Lord have mercy. God set the boundaries. He set the limits for the sky, for the earth, for creation, for everything that he placed uh, in divine order. Praise God. And verse number 27, that they should seek the Lord if happily they may feel after him and find him. If you seek for the Lord, Paul is saying to him, you will find the true God, praise God. But don't just, oh Lord, don't just do your own thing and leave God out. Lord have mercy. And that's what they did in their worship service. They worshiped the wood uh, objects and things they made by hand, they idols. And they put a sign up and said to the unknown God and uh, didn't offer no worship toward the one that they need to get an understanding and have revelation and get to know who the true God is. And Paul was placed in that position just at the right time to stand for truth and be a witness. Isn't that wonderful? And so I want to say to the people of God today, Every time you get an opportunity uh, to share in an intelligent manner uh, your faith, uh, your walk, you know, your experience that God has granted you to obtain through your tests and your trials, you're not going through just for you. And so rethink standing for truth as being a witness. So when you go through something, know that you're going through for purpose. And don't forget, when the Lord bring you through it, he's going to put you in a position or predicament where somebody's going to be uh, in a similar position. And it's going to give you an opportunity, a golden opportunity to witness for him and tell that person or persons about your experience and about the Lord God that brought you through what he brought you through. And sometimes I know some of these experiences God brought me out of, they're gut wrenching. 
you know, they're gut wrenching. And sometimes, you know, uh, you may not even at some time feel like bring, talking about some of these things that God didn't brought you through because you still, you just fresh out of it. But God will place you in a position where he will give you strength even in a loss or, or in, in, in pain or in going through uh, of losing a spouse or a loved one or a friend or somebody that's close and dear to you. And you will be able to help some other people that's struggling with the very thing that God helped you with. And so I want to say to the people of God, you be encouraged and you trust God and you stand for truth is to be a true witness. When you stand for truth, that's what it means to be a true witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. And so if you're going to be a true witness for the Lord Jesus Christ, you must take advantage of every opportunity that God placed before you to share your personal experience as well as other experiences that you've experienced. But you have received the power and therefore you have the responsibility to tell a dying world that Jesus saves. And so I want to say to you today, keep looking to the Lord. Uh, we're going to finish this series out. Hopefully, if the Lord's will on Wednesday, we'll be on YouTube and Facebook. If the Lord's will at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time on Wednesday. Right. And that's going to be on uh, March 3rd at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll be broadcasting on YouTube or Facebook with uh, the final part of this series, standing for truth is to be a true witness. And so uh, with no further ado, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. I want to say God bless you to all of you that have tuned in. Uh, Brother Sophia21, uh, God bless you, my friend. Uh, I, my brother in the Lord, God bless you. Uh, all of you that are listening and tune into the broadcast want to thank you for tuning in. Just want to let you know, um, please tune in, subscribe to us. Let us know, uh, if, uh, you, uh, like the topic. If you like something that was shared, please send a response on, um, the faith in God internet TV broadcast through Podbean, or whether it be through YouTube or Facebook, uh, please hit us up. Uh, click on the notification to subscribe so you get the auto notification. You'll get an auto notification once you subscribe to the Faith in God Internet TV. And that way you can go back uh, at times you're working, studying or praying or doing other uh, responsibilities. Uh, you can always go back and uh, listen to the podcast. OK, and so with no further ado, we want to say God bless you in the name of the Lord. Uh, thank you for listening to the Faith in God Internet TV. We will be uh, uh, doing a few other things uh, this particular week. And so we ask that you would tune in uh, to our church, uh, which is PPC Milwaukee. We'll be uh, having service on Tuesday and Thursday. And so we ask that you would, uh, you would join us. Okay. And so I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time. God bless you in Jesus' name.